All yeah. right. Hello, idiots on parade, the two ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Oh, all is well here, ladies and gentlemen. We are recording on Saturday, August 7th. Jake is now a married man. I got to stand and watch you get married last week. Yes, you were one of my groomsmen. Thank you. Thank oh. you. Thank you. Thank you for coming, man. Thanks for no, being here. It was a goddamn blast. But I have to say this. My favorite story for the whole wedding is the one you told me uh, after the ceremony when we went out to take pictures of the bridal party or the bridal party, the, the, the wedding party, the, the whole all of us taking pictures. I don't you remember just, this story. Well, you just said, dude, one of my friends just sat through the wrong ceremony. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He totally did the Wayne's World 2 thing. Well, they, they had two different. Yeah, like two venues separated by other. a courtyard. Yeah. Yes. And both brides names, Amy. Yeah. Both brides had the same names. So he shows up and he's like, wow, I just barely made it in time. Look, they're about to start. And he sits down going, man, Amy must have a big family. I don't recognize any of these motherfuckers, you know? So and plus, just, everyone, everyone of Jake's friends must must have ditched. I'm, I'm the only guy Jake, you know, knows because he at least knows a couple of your friends. Right. But he didn't see anybody. Right. He was like David Carradine in Kill Bill. You know, he was just like, it's lonely <laughs> on my side. And and uh, this guy was like, yeah, I'll be I'll be the only one on your side, I guess. And uh, he sat through the whole ceremony. Well, yeah, you he, have to. Once it starts and you realize you're in the wrong place, you can't just like get up yeah. and leave. You got to You got to stay. You can't Wayne's World to it. You can't. No. Wrong wedding. Sorry. Yeah. You know? uh, that was just great, though. Yeah, no, I uh, a couple friends of mine actually that that were early went to the wrong one first. It was basically anybody that I was texting instead of who got a detailed instruction for from Amy. Um, they they went to the wrong one because I, I didn't said, get the uh, detailed instructions and I figured it out. Well, yeah, dude, but you were you were part of the wedding. Like we, you did the rehearsal. You, you uh, that's you, true. He just showed up, you know, going, oh, sweet, dude, I, I, I got five minutes to spare and just ran right in. <laughs> and like because I didn't to be fair, like I, I'm totally on the side of anyone who went to the wrong wedding. I didn't tell them that there was two venues. I damn sure didn't tell them that both brides names were Amy. Um, I didn't even know that second part until they someone you were going by your middle name or something like Amy and Bob. And then the, there's another sign that says Amy and Jake. And they're like, eh, I'm going to give this Bob one a try or whatever the guy's name was. Do they think oh, it was no, like, man, uh, no signs, just two buildings. You just eeny, meeny, I saw it. There were signs I'm when going. you went in, when you drove really? in there were, there were two signs. One had an arrow to yours and the other had an arrow saying drive straight ahead. No shit. Well, I didn't yep. see those signs right at the beginning of the parking lot. You pull into the parking lot. There was a sign that said turn here for Jake and Amy. And there was a sign that said to drive straight to the next one for Amy and Bob. Well, and you know what? Yeah. I, I would like to say that they're dumb for missing the signs. But you know what? I didn't know those signs were there until you told me just now. <laughs> it's so... like it's like at a military camp where they have, you know, like every there's a poll and it says New York and uh, um I don't know, Chicago, wherever you live, you know, like one of those military signs. Yeah, you pull in and there was just a post and it said this way or that way. Depending yeah, on your wedding, didn't even see it. Oh, there you go. It was it was a fun goddamn wedding. I think my uh, I, the the her bride's matron of honor who did the officiating set the tone right away. Like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the only time you will find Jake and Amy sober at the same time at the same place or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 man. She did a great job officiating. She did man. great. It was, it was, uh, you know, lighthearted and their jokes and it was I, stuffy weddings are the worst where you just sit and everything is so serious and 
Oh, you, it was it was a lot of fun and congratulations. It was it was really nice. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, no, it was it was a fun wedding. It was just good to be back in Iowa. I hadn't been there in, in a long time. Yeah, this, but this I, is... I had to get I had to get the marriage license, which I didn't know this. I didn't know you had to apply for a marriage license three days before you get married, because that's that's Iowa, man. There's apparently a three day waiting period on marriage licenses, zero day waiting period on any firearm <laughs> of any size. <laughs> so if you're angry, you can buy a gun. But you're if you're in love, you, you got to you better examine that love. You better make sure yeah. you're not rushing into anything. Well, we didn't find out about that till a day before the wedding. And at first I was pissed. But then I remembered, wait a minute. I just got an AR before I came to this courthouse. So I pulled it out and I said, hands in the air and put the fucking marriage license in the bag. This is a stick up. See, if there's a zero day waiting period on firearms, there's a zero day waiting period on everything. Now, move. Um, and then they pulled out their ARs. And I was like, yeah, I forgot. Everyone's got them. Son of a bitch. I think I that, wait. you just described. I'm sure there are upper, other things. But you made me think of an episode of Sunny in Philadelphia where uh, 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 D and uh, shit dennis dennis and d go to a gun show and at some point they get pissed and they say well i'm just gonna use this gun and then every single person at the gun show oh, pulls a gun. Right. And they, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah yeah i forgot about that episode yeah uh, there's so, there's another show that did that too where they uh ah fuck it i can't think of it where everybody has a gun basically all right well you are married and i was to happy be fair to be to that there. law though i asked why that was and they said well way more lives have been destroyed by marriage than ar-15s <laughs> so we think you should uh take some time and think about this yep mull it over we ain't vegas we're iowa oh yeah you can't uh, just nicholas cage it shit around here i don't want to pill out i'm tired of you, you fucking drunks coming in here getting married same day and then i have to fill out more paperwork the next day because you sober up and now you want to get divorced you want to get divorced um uh, this this has nothing to do with anything nothing but it just popped into my head because last night uh i was i was editing something and my wife was uh in the in one yard over with the neighbors and they were uh, tipping back a few and they started talking about uh first dates with your significant other and then they started talking about who you dated before your significant other and even though i wasn't there they brought up my ex and so they looked her up and so speaking breakups and all that my ex married a dude and i i, I don't keep track of exes because i'm not nostalgic but my wife um my ex married a dude that is 30 years older than her. And then according to Facebook pictures, they just had a kid and the kid looks to be about two years old. So not just had, but dude is 67 years old and had a kid at 65 roughly. So that's, that's interesting. I thought, I don't know. Just talking about exes and shit. Like I said, apropos of nothing, but 67 is, year old. Is first time loaded dad. or something? Why no, she... no, just she was insane is all. She just wanted to have a kid with a guy. Okay. I mean, she she had severe daddy issues, just obviously, because she's dating a guy that's thirty years older than her. So she has severe great grandfather issues. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that, as I said, was apropos of nothing. I just thought of it when you said uh, breaking up, and thought of let's jump into some news. I also shall am we waiting get... until I'm in my mid sixties to have kids, man. Amy thinks I'm out of my mind. But I'm like, listen, I don't you know, you're going to have to figure that out. Science is going to have to jump in. We're not having kids till we're in our 60s. I, you well, know, you, I'm not going to. You I'm can not, because gonna, what's up? she froze her eggs. You can't. She can have kids whenever she wants because she has eggs that are frozen and sperm. You know, they sperm can pop out. A kid can can make a baby at 70 or 80. Dude, that's the way we're doing it. We're waiting until 
like we're gonna have zero kids and then in our 60s we're gonna have like six kids in our 60s <laughs> it's gonna be just like some goofy brady bunch just here's the story of a couple seniors who had a whole bunch of frozen sperms and eggs you know and and we're just gonna have a bunch of them Here's the story of Jake and Amy who waited till their deathbed to become parents. Yeah, we, we dude, here's, here's, we're waiting till our mid 80s. All right. Here's. Oh, here's there we go. We're gonna yeah, yeah, we're going to wait till our mid 80s to have the kids. And and I'm just going to leave a whole bunch of like just just video recordings. Basically, I'm going to leave them this podcast. And then once a week, <laughs> right, they get at the end of each podcast is like a different lesson for that week. And then I'll talk to them from beyond the grave through the podcast. And they're going to like and subscribe. And I'm going to make them share the podcast while I'm dead. Oh, there you go. It's kind of like a play on that uh, Michael Keaton cancer movie. I don't know. He was in a movie with Nicole Kidman and he was dying. And he so he started making videos for his unborn or one year old baby. I don't know. So I remember him. 90s and then, and then by the time the kid was born, the kid was like, I don't this doesn't work on a smartphone. I yeah, the VHS you know, is uh, yeah. <laughs> technology. We got rid of the VHS player. What do you want, Dad? You should have fucking <laughs> digitally uploaded this, you dumb dead prick. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's jump into some news. Jake, this first story I pulled out, I'm not going to lie. Uh, when I first saw the headline, I thought it was clickbait. I uh, I went political. The headline was. 9-11 families to President Biden don't come to our memorial events. And you click it, it says not nearly... until you admit that you're not really the president. Yes. Well, that's what I thought. I thought it was going to be some some bullshit that involved, like you just said, uh, you're not the real president. Uh, we're Trumpers. Uh, the first line is nearly 1800 Americans directly affected. 1800. That's a big number. Yeah. That's a, the, directly affected by September 11th said are opposing President Biden's participation in any memorial events this year. And here's the twist. This is why it is a legitimate story. It's not clickbait unless he upholds his pledge to declassify U.S. government evidence that they believe show a link may show a link between Saudi Arabian leaders and the attacks. So that's not some Trump bullshit. We all know Saudi Arabia was heavily involved in September 11th. And these people are saying, hey, be transparent. Don't just come and say, oh, this was a sad day, but hide the evidence. I actually support that. I am on the side of these families that that want to know exactly what happened. So it's not clickbait bullshit. It's not partisan politics. It's not you're not. I, I absolutely support declassifying those things, those files. Not me. I'm a lot of my friends happen to be Saudi princes, and I don't want <laughs> I don't want Joe Biden and the CIA snitching on him. You know, sometimes you get a little drunk. You know what I mean? With your friends. Sometimes you accidentally do 9-11. You know what I mean? Like you just they party. And I, I was I sometimes I used to party with them. Sometimes we would just fucking do rails and talk about, hey, wouldn't it be funny if this building went down? Wouldn't it be? You know, I, I, we were choking for the most part. For the most part. I don't think I don't think any of the, like not not any of the Saudi princes I knew. I don't think they thought it was a serious thing, bro. Like not 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 when we were partying in Reno and just kind of throwing it around. Well, one did. It was it's always that one friend that yeah, takes things a little too far where you're like, hey, let's yeah. throw eggs at the cop car. And you're like, that would be right. funny. But then the guy next to you is actually fucking chucking the eggs. And you're like, shit, now we got to run. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, you, you know, most of those guys, I don't not not any of the ones that I partied with thought that 9-11 was going to be a real thing. And so I don't think I don't think it should get talked about. So I, I think they should remain sealed for the next 50, 60 years. Did they ever until my children are born and listening to this podcast? Um, did they ever declassify? And I'm drawing a blank. The Warren Commission is the Warren Commission been released like that was big news forever. And then makes me think of like ufos but they did the thing where they were like oh everything was redacted and a whole bunch of fucking crossed out shit yeah and it's like well you didn't really declassify shit did you it makes me think of the ufo bullshit that just came out like for years it was oh the government's hiding ufos the government's hiding ufos so the government finally said all right well here's everything everyone went oh and like no one cared that that. is because it was just like well some some pilots saw some some weird lights and shit and we don't know what they are but everybody always just draws a direct line from we don't know what it is to has to be aliens yeah and can't be anything else they want the government to release an actual spaceship and say we've been holding this in area 51 that's what they wanted right yeah but i I, uh, joking aside what do you think? I think it's a good idea. Fucking declassify all this shit. And I, I'm on the side of the families. Well, yeah, of course, man. And, and, and it just it shows you how dumb most like 9-11 truthers are because they're talking about like the, the 9-11 conspiracy that it was really explosives in the basement and that the government did it and blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's like, no, there, there, there is a massive conspiracy around 9-11. And it's it's the fact that the government did everything they could to block any involvement of their oil buddies. That's what that's what yeah. fucking happened. And and if and if they did it, if if the government really did it uh, with explosives and stuff like that, a they would have just said that the terrorists put the explosives in the basement because yes. they did do that back in 94. Yeah, it would have just been like they used planes and explosives just to make sure the job got done. Like they, it wouldn't have sounded any crazier than the planes. And and B, if the government did it, um, there would not have been a direct line to Saudi Arabia like there was. 17 of the 19 hijackers would not have been from Saudi Arabia. If yeah. it was really about going to, oh, oh, the government did this so they could go to war with Afghanistan and Iraq, it would have been like the, the half of these guys were from Iraq, half of them were from Afghanistan. Yeah. Uh, not a single Saudi Arabian aboard, sir. You know, like that would have been the thing. It wouldn't have it wouldn't have made the government look so bad. They wouldn't have had to fly out so many of their buddies overnight uh, to get them fucking after out of here. shutting every other airline yes. after shutting airspace down for everybody except for uh, Saudi royals, except for the royals. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, they should 100 percent do it. I, I I think they should declassify a lot of fucking shit, man, but they're not gonna. Um, and if and anybody who thinks that Joe Biden is gonna and 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 like really and not not do the thing that they did with the Warren Commission where look it's declassified half of it's scribbled out yeah but I declassified the rest of it and yeah. it's like I, anyone who thinks he's gonna do more than that he was vice president for eight fucking years and this didn't get done so I I'm I'm not holding my breath for it I I, I get why they're doing it because he said he'll be more transparent but that's what everyone that's what every president gets elected on is yeah uh, I it's will not be- like Barack Obama went. When I am elected, I will not be fucking transparent at all. Really, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Like, no, they, yeah, everyone says they're going to be fucking transparent, man. Look at look at their actual records on that shit. It's like uh, the Warren report; uh, they declassified the word uh, um, "purple" somewhere in there. I don't know what that was. I just heard a loud noise. Uh, yeah, they're 
just big black bars with a the and then big black bars of big black bar. Yeah, they declassify just um, and it's like, dude, the shit under the scribbles. That's that's the real shit, dude. Like, that's what we wanted you to declassify. What are you you talking about? But it's funny what you say about uh, conspiracy theories, because we've talked about this on this podcast. Um, QAnon has assholes going into pizza parlors in Washington, D.C. and shooting the place up because Hillary Clinton's running a pedophile sex ring in the basement that doesn't exist. Yet at the exact same time, Matt Gates is and Doug Jones was or is, you know, being investigated for pedophilia and sex trafficking. And they just sort of like, no, no I'm not going to look at that. But this 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 crazy batshit theory that I'm going to follow the actual evidence and reality that I will ignore. It's it's amazing what they choose to focus on when they when people get interested in conspiracy theories. Which is ridiculous, man, because if I was if I was QAnon's marketing, you know, expert or whatever, if I if I was this head of marketing uh, QAnon, I would be like, wait a minute. You mean there's actual pedophiles getting busted in in Congress and stuff? We're going to use that to point at and be like, look, all this stuff we've been saying is true. That's how dude Matt Gates got it from the pizza place, you yeah. know. And that way, it's it's not only you have then you have traditional media pointing out uh, or, or backing up. Say, see, we're not crazy. Even ABC and CNN says, you know, right, dude. By the time I was done with QAnon, I mean they would have they would have advertisements on 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 in the Super Bowl. Man, I would fucking bring them to a whole new height. Are you hearing that? Me? Yeah. Hear what? There are big crashes in the background, like off to my side. Every every just right at the other big metallic crashes. I. No, not really. Huh. All right. Next story, Jake. Uh, we talked about this a couple week weeks ago. It happened again. Oh, I couldn't. Actually, I'm a little pissed to tell you the truth. So, uh, an unruly passenger on Frontier Airlines got duct taped to his uh, seat because he was drunk and he grabbed a flight attendant's breast and then tried to take a swing at another flight attendant. So they they uh, they duct taped him to his seat. That made me happy. What makes me pissed off is, as of the last article I read, the Frontier Airlines crew got suspended. Like, no, oh, they should be given goddamn medals. Fuck this guy. If I'm on an airline and a guy's drunk and belligerent, he apparently went into the bathroom and came out with a shirt off and was slurring and stumbling. I, I think the, the airline crew should be given medals. But no, they were suspended as last I heard. Like when he gets what? duct taped, the entire air, airplane is cheering like, yay, because he's such a douchebag. Well, I think look, more dude- passengers should be duct taped. That's the stance I take. Right. But here's here's what you got to realize about that guy. That guy is actually a good friend of mine. He's a Saudi prince. We were partying <laughs> together on the plane. And yeah, I know we were joking around about fucking slamming it into stuff. That was 20 years ago, bro. We weren't being serious. Well, he would have been, too, because apparently he's 22. And if did you watch the video? Yeah, yeah. I seen clips. I seen did you clips. Uh, hear him? He was screaming like my family's my worth family's two million. They were two million. And here's here's the thing. Um, not not to sound not to sound pompous, you know what I mean? Not to, not to sound like an elitist, but uh, two million dollars. Now, that would be a hell of a lot of money to you or I or anyone listening to this podcast, probably. But it's not really groping flight attendant money. You know what I mean? Like, you got to add a B to that shit. If you think you can just buy your way out of that two million dollars is a shit ton of money for me. But let's face it. 
if you're groping flight attendants and stuff like that, it's literally enough money that those flight attendants may sue all of that $2 million out of your parents' bank account. So you probably shouldn't tell them about that. I had to mute because the furnace kicked on, which makes no sense. Uh, the air conditioner, because it's set at 81 and it says it's 77 and kicking on. So there's probably a lot of background noise. But it's funny because what year did the social network come out? The, the social, social network, uh, even they had that line like being a millionaire isn't cool anymore. You know, it's cool. Billionaire. Like we live in the age of Bezos and uh, uh, Branson going into space on their billions of dollars. And this guy, like you said, two million more than you and I will ever see. But in the grand scheme of things is no longer king shit. To be fair, he is he is the richest man to ever be duct taped to a chair on in, in the coach section. So <laughs> that is he's the Jeff is... Bezos of guys duct taped to <laughs> fucking spirit airline chairs in the very back of the plane. Yeah. Ah, that's good. Well, shit, I don't understand. Dude, why I don't know how I don't know how the fuck um, planes don't have handcuffs. Why? Why do they have duct tape? Like what? They don't have better methods than that. I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I get that you can't have a full on Hannibal Lecter cage in the back, but I, you know, it's this is twice within the last few weeks that they're they're going. Well, I, I guess we just duct tape the shit out of them. And I'm like, what do you you don't have you don't have cuffs. You can't just cuff them to a chair in the back well, you think they'd have cuffs but i, I think the yeah. reason they have duct tape is because it's the universal fix i mean you have duct tape on hand just for anything so that's why they have it because duct tape is good for everything including passengers well, you know, apparently 240 and duct tape we can jerry ridge rig this this belligerent alcoholic with no yes. shirts I do think, though, you say they don't have the Hannibal Lecter thing in back. I think they should. I think they should have the Con Air uh, standing only, you know, for what was it? Uh, the the Danny Trejo character where, where you have to just stand with your arms at your side and you're locked in that cage if you're the belligerent passenger. I think airlines are going to start needing those. So they so they stop duct taping passengers to they seat. should. But, you, you know, those airlines are such cheap motherfuckers. Eventually, they'd start renting out that cage just to sell one more ticket <laughs> as a seat. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Listen, we have uh, we have Super a economy Lecter cage. Do you want to ride um, behind coach in the Danny Trejo cage? Uh all right. I don't have an article on this next news story, but I, I if you want to look it up on uh, uh, BBC Woman's Hour, British Broadcasting Corporation, BBC, this is an English thing. Uh, they, they are taking a vote. BBC Woman's Hour on Twitter. They're taking a vote. What's the best way to inform teenagers about pornography? Should there be, and here we go, should there be age-appropriate porn, as has been suggested, so they can learn about consent and what's respectful and what's not? But j just be careful when you're trying to get some of that for your class. You don't want to type in 15-year-old porn into your search <laughs> engine because otherwise you will never be able to work in any school again. But age-appropriate porn, you know what that sounds like? That sounds like a bad ABC after-school special with fucking. I mean, what's your price? My first blowjob. <laughs> but this is an actual thing. This is a, this is why conservatives hate liberals. I know this is England, but this is one of those stupid liberal ideas like, well, maybe children should be introduced to porn so they can learn what it's like. This is a reverse cowgirl. This is a Stanley Steamer. Like 
yeah, shut yeah. the fuck up. Kids are going to find it on their own. We used to find it in our dad's closet, the stack of magazines. Now they find it online. You're going to have to have a discussion with your kids. That's all there is to it. And I, I know there's a lot of bad porn out there and, and shit they don't need to see. But I don't think the way to normalizing, if that's the appropriate term, porn to kids is to have them dip their toes in the water <laughs> with age appropriate. Like, what yeah, is this? It really does seem like one of those um, uh, ridiculous, slippery slope arguments from conservatives like come to life. Where I was like, that would never fucking happen. Shut up. When they, you know, when they go, well, if we legalize gay marriage in Kentucky, oh, in right. five years, liberals will be showing porn to high school students. You're like, shut the fuck up. That'll never happen. You're crazy. And now it's like, what are you, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you trying to, are, are, are you trying to get Democrats fucking thrown out of every office they're in in the next election? Come on. Yeah, fortunately, look at you. You may just made me think of this. Um, back in the day, I was a substitute teacher um, because I could. If I was you, Jesus, goddamn Christ! Why is this kicking on again? Um, I can't hear any of that stuff, dude. I think. Well, I know the microphone's it, probably picking it up, but um, so because yeah, I was substitute- recording it through Zoom, dude. I don't, I don't think it's. I don't oh, think it's really getting much. Maybe. Um, I would substitute teach on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then go to go do comedy on the weekend. And one day I was substitute teaching like health class and they had a planned parenthood sex ed teacher come in uh, to just give a speech to the class. So all I literally had to do was uh, sit in the back of the class and I wish I could remember it better, but um. She did. She did a thing where like everybody put a question into a hat and then I'm going to read the questions. And you know that most of the questions were planted by her because the way she read them and the way they oh, were written, so it was not teenagers. This was over at West High School in Iowa City um, where it was like, is it OK to be smaller in size down there if you're a boy? And she would say, yes, it is OK. Penises come in. All- well, she's like, first of all, we're talking about the penis. And yes, it's okay to have a smaller penis. Nobody's going to laugh at you in the locker. And I was sitting in the back of the room going, oh my God, you are giving such shitty information. I'm yeah. not saying it's, you're going to get laughed at. If, if you are a dude and you are taking your cues from this woman who's saying it's okay to have a small penis, the first time you get around a girl and you take it down, she's going to laugh at you. So don't normalize that shit. I mean, it's true. Well, unless he, she's seen the movie Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood and she knows that's how that hooker got cut up. Oh, is that was that the the um, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She laughed at the guy for having a small dick and he cut her up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. The, 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 yep, yep, yep. And then uh, Morgan Freeman and the guy that can't, the kid that can't see. Yeah, you're right. That's what but, set it all off. She giggled. Yes, she giggled at him, laughed at him for having a teensy weensy pecker. She was just a girl. She didn't know no better, you know? Yeah, yeah. That, that's why she did it. And so but, you can't normalize that shit. And there were other questions like, um, oh, I'm, I'm, this is all coming back to me now. One was, should I trim down there? And um, it, 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 it like she's like, no, pubic hair is natural and normal. And it's like, no. The 70s are gone. They're a byproduct of the past. It was 40 years ago. You got to show bell bottoms look amazing. Huge bushes and bell bottoms. Bring it back, kids. Yeah. 
but uh, you know she was just giving these all the, the horrible advice to the to these kids like again imagine being now the girl that's like my pubic hair is natural and normal and you know she she's with a guy and takes down her pants and he sees this fucking you know huge mound and is like oh my god you know freaking out because men and women trim these days that's all there is to it it was this it was this that's hippie. true but but bush is coming back you know in in a big way the band just came out with the, uh, an album last year and people are trimming their 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 pubes list right so um in a weird way if that lady would have just kept giving that shitty advice it would have came back around to right now when you know a broken clock is worth one <laughs> right once every you know right. 15 20 years and i think now's that time and that will be the fetish because there's always got to be someone that goes against the grain so someone will start uh, you know like i'm gonna grow mine out i'm i, I don't it, it, i I know I'm backtracking a couple sentences because this was so long ago that I'm remembering. I remember sitting in the back of the room, not saying anything because I didn't care, but I was like, be honest with these kids when it comes to the first question. Like, is it okay to have a smaller penis? Say, you know what? It's yeah. not the best in the world, but learn to use your tongue. If you're going to have a small dick, learn to eat pussy. That's, I mean, don't say it like that to a bunch of teenagers, but you know, oral pleasures use the the Pulp Fiction terminology. Yeah, but well, there, there was a there was a, a really good Dr. Seuss book that basically said that. You, you know what I mean with subtext. <laughs> okay, and she could have just given them that book. I think. Oh, I thought you were going to come up with a rhyming pattern. Uh, I thought you had the Dr. Seuss. I thought you had it in your head. The, uh, the yeah, rhyme. yeah. If you got a little stick, give it a lick. I, I, I believe oh, that was his. That's you know, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was lick. that was the title of the book. <laughs> Uh, all right. Couple more stories. Uh, this one, I don't know if I want to get into fucking Ashley Babbitt's asshole family is filing a $10 million wrongful death suit against the United States Capitol Police. Ah, Jesus fucking Christ. This is the problem with lying, with calling these assholes patriots, with trying to say they were Antifa and blah, 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 blah. It's funny how they say that. They say, oh, it's Antifa. Well, if it's Antifa, why are you saying she was a patriot and got shot storming the Capitol? You can't have it both ways. You can't say it was Antifa trying to make MAGA people look bad. And yet a MAGA person was there on the front line getting yeah, shot. Out of their minds, man. What's that? Yeah, they're out of yeah. their minds, man. And it, I'm not like, dude, her family should absolutely sue, but her family should sue the person that put that craziness in her head. Because, yes. like I've said on this bullshit or like, like I've said on this podcast, those people's heads were filled with bullshit, but they had a good reason to do what they did. If what that guy was saying was true about, oh, you know, four states had tens of millions of, or yeah. tens of thousands of fake ballots. Um, if, if what he was saying was true, which it's not, then they they should have stormed the Capitol. If if what he said was true, which, again, uh, thrown out of courts in Republican run uh, uh States certified like by Republican legislators right. who, who right. did investigations certified right. in Georgia by a guy who said, I voted for Trump. I donated to Trump and he lost Georgia. I mean, yeah, it's so what I'm saying is she needs to sue her 
Planned Parenthood sex ed teacher, that lady who told her that the election was rigged. She told her, oh, yeah, never trim your pu pubic hair. Uh, give really toothy blowjobs. Guys love it. Also, uh, the, the election was rigged and and you should go storm the Capitol. That was it was just bad advice from her sex ed teacher. It was. All right. Two more stories really quick. Um, this one I don't really have any opinion on. I just it, it's really difficult for me to make a decision here. I don't know who to side with. Speaking of lawsuits, speaking of frivolous lawsuits, Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney because they released her Black Widow movie in the theater and on Disney Plus at the exact same time. In the theaters, if it hits certain benchmarks, she gets bonuses. And so she says she's losing money uh, by not having it in theaters. So who do you root for, Jake? The actor, actress that got paid $20 million to be a movie star or the greediest fuck corporation that had in their contract, oh, we pay you on benchmarks, but ooh, you're not a part of streaming, so we made $60 million off streaming. You don't get any of that. Who do you root for, the evil corporation or the greedy actor? I mean, it's kind of tough, man. It reminds me a lot of the the crisis in Gaza, uh, the situation. <laughs> It really does. At least at least when I like within my own family, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's tough like this. It's tough like this because it really anytime the situation heats up over there, my family's torn because half of my like on my mother's side, they're anti-Semites. And on my father's <laughs> side, they're xenophobic, you know, and so they don't know. I mean, they're torn. And I try to just kind of be the voice of reason. I'm like, guys, guys. Can't we just come together and root against both sides? And they're like, no, no, no. It's 2021. Everything's got to be polarized. No room for fucking nuance. Everything's got to be polarized. Loved how you summed it up. All right. Final story, Jake. Your boy, your gov. I was OK. Cuomo. Wait, before we go to the final story, sure, I was sure. Give, like a serious actual um, it's. Like, I see what she's saying, but it's also like, dude, seven people were going to see that fucking thing in the theaters like theaters. It's not like the movie studios wanted to go. Hey, man, uh, do you want to just give this thing over to streaming like 20 minutes after it comes out in theaters? Like, it's it's not like they wanted to do that. Right. So it's kind of like, well, the, the, the theater industry is is sinking. I see stuff in theater now, but that's only because of what happened with with. Um, uh, what's what's that movie pass or whatever that was? Oh yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And now, uh, Regal Theaters, AMC, AMC has it too. Yeah, you can go. Yeah, see. where you just pay a, a monthly thing. That's and and the monthly thing that I pay, it's it's like twenty bucks. So that's like that's almost that's a little more than the price of one ticket. You know what I mean? So I'm basically paying streaming prices. Yeah, you see two movies. movies you've covered. Yes, I'm seeing movies for the in the same way that you stream like that's the way my payment is so the, the only way that movie theaters are able to compete is by making their sort of pricing similar to streaming people anyway so that's it's not it's not going good for them like this isn't a move uh, on the on the studios part of like hey how can we make even more money off of this like no 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 very much the opposite this is yeah. damage control and also uh, a newsflash we are still in a pandemic. So the reason Black Widow made so much on streaming right. because people were willing to pay, I think it was 20 or 30 bucks to stay home and watch it. They, they did that pricing plus where it's not free streaming. You have to buy it. Um, you, you pay an extra fee. But, you know, if you have four people in your family, 
it's worth it to buy it and then stay home and watch it in the safety of your own house. It's, it's called uh, an end around. How do we sell our product when people don't want to go out? Now, like you said, um, I don't know how many benchmarks this was going to hit. I did take my kids to see it in the theater because I went on $5 Tuesday. So it cost us a total of $15. It's not a great movie. It doesn't suck, but it's definitely not up there with the best Marvel has to offer. It was going to have a big opening weekend and then huge drop-offs because word of mouth was going to be, eh. So I don't I mean, I, I, I don't like comic book movies anyway, dude. So I, I was yeah. never going to see this fucking thing. Even if you were like, hey, here's here's this thing for free. And uh, it comes with a free shot of vodka. I'm like, that, not even for a case. I don't want to sit through that fucking thing. There you go. All right. As I said, final story, your gov, your boy Cuomo. It's uh, 179 interviews. And uh, so it's uh, he said, she said, she said, she said, she said. But he is pulling the Biden defense in his uh, his response video was, look, this is me sniffing the hair of boys. This is me kissing a black man. This is he says he's not being touchy feeling with women that he touches and he's touchy feely with everybody. So I kind of see his point. Like if he's just a old school creepy dude. Here's me grabbing the district attorney's balls. It was funny. <laughs> oh, but I think there were a couple of cases in there where he did like close a door on a woman and sort of hint that he wanted something more. And isn't he single, dude? It's not like like Biden is the the, the old dude that sniffs hair and kisses babies uh, with Cuomo. It's a little creepier, but he's def- he's he's standing defiant. Hickory dickory dock. This intern loves to sit on my cock. Oh, but uh, sex, sexual um, misconduct aside, it is funny in a sad way that that's what they're focusing on. The fact that he's sort of creepy and might be touchy feely, you know, as opposed to I don't know how many grandparents are dead in the in the hospices. Yeah, the the covering up of that that senior citizen home thing is is so much fucking worse than than and anything he's been. And not to not to make light of sexual harassment and stuff, but I I you know it the fact that this is what's getting him canceled. It really is like Al Al Capone going to prison for tax evasion. You know. Yeah, I mean, and again, I I haven't followed the case very closely. Like I said, I think there are one or two cases where it may have been sexual harassment, but I. I think a lot of it is just him being creepy and inappropriate, like putting a hand on a shoulder or doing things he does just because he's old school where it's not, it's not blatant. Like, Hey baby, it's not Harvey Weinstein shit. So I'm not making light of sexual, actual sexual harassment. If, if there are cases like that, then good. Fuck him. Um, There's no stories of him jerking off into a potted plant. However, when it boils down to it, um, if, and I have a daughter, so I'm going to use my own daughter as, as an example. If there's ever an instance where a dude is talking to my daughter and happens to put his hand on her shoulder or like, oh, you smell wonderful and, and leans in and sniffs her hair and that makes her uncomfortable. Great. I would rather have her experience that than her losing her mother in an old folks home because the governor wanted to do something to, you know, like, Sure. Death is one thing. A sniff is another is all I'm saying. How dare you having your hair sniffed? It's like dying on the inside a million <laughs> times every day. Well, there you go. Silence is violence. 
All right, Jake, uh, enjoy your trip to the bank, which is why we, we recorded it. What are you what are you going to the bank for? I, you said it in text. I'm going to I was going to rob it. Will you shut the <laughs> fuck up? You're going to dude. you're going to get me. They're not supposed to. I'm going in there with the mask. They're not supposed to know who it is. Now we're on a podcast talking about it. this is just like when my Saudi prince friend was going around blabbing about I'm going to go do 9-11 on 9-10. This is I thought you might be looking to get a house loan or something fun or start a business. I don't know. But yeah, robbing's also nah, cool. joint bank accounts. We don't have enough money. Oh, marriage we, bank we, accounts. Yeah, we can only combine the shitty little bit of money that we have. Oh, that's not fun. You should probably rob it while you're there anyway. Dude, I'm, I'm fucking robbing it. All right. Twice on Tuesdays on Chicago Comedy Scene Network is where you can listen to us and anywhere else you uh, and it's, and it's New York. So they'll go. Um, this guy uh, pistol whipped the teller. He took eight million dollars and sniffed a lady's hair on the way out. <laughs> He's an animal, Your Honor. He's an animal. Make him resign from the podcast. <laughs> There you go. All right. Uh, say nice things. Visit jakevever.com. Visit nathantimmel.com. Goodbye. Later. Later.